0: to the see you next summer (laughs) podcast i'm your host (laughs) billy pollyhan and with me as always is the uh let's just say the harvey bullock to my jim gordon with this awesome mustache um Mm. mr raul rodriguez and today we are joined by hmm let's just say for all intents and purposes sabrina kyle i mean that's not your actual name but
1: nice.
2: Ooh, I with, mentioned- with actual
0: bat, bat stuff. Uh, Night Wayne's on Twitter. You know her as like the biggest Batman fan in the world. So it's <laughs> like, uh, how how are you guys doing tonight?
2: Hi, hi! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here and talk about you know comic book stuff and Batman and like everything else.
1: Hmm. No, no, thank you for coming. And also, I love your passion about the the character in comics. That's pretty damn cool. And also. We're talking about the star of the Batman Cinematic Universe. Batman eighty nine from Tim Burton.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we're we're doing Tim Burton month, so I figured with the Batman coming out just now, as of this recording, when this when this episode airs, I know Sabrina and I will be seeing it. It's for the first time and it's gonna be nuts man (laughs) yeah figured you might as well talk about batman 1989 directed Mm -hmm. by tim burton uh starring michael keaton and jack nicholson although jack nicholson gets top billing yeah kim Basinger, and just this was the thing along with uh the dark knight returns because up until this point batman was known for like campiness like the adam west Mm -hmm. series which is great in its own right
2: I was like, "No slander for Adam West. No, that's not allowed here."
0: <laughs> no, I, at
2: least this is yeah, I
0: love Adam West. Like, <clears throat> yeah, like of all the Batman, he's strangely the one that has done the most detective work. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, no, this was um, this was the thing that made Batman like be taken seriously. It's very really? str- strange to think about, and this was. The yeah. same year The Little Mermaid came out, which is like, that'd be an interesting double feature. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Little Mermaid, so, I, mean, I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you guys first, Sabrina, um, how did you come across this movie? And actually, how did you um, get introduced to the character of Batman in general? Ooh.
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Who wants to go first? Do you want to go, go first? first? Uh, okay. Okay. Um, so I've... Um, I'm going to say, when I was a kid, my my dad grew up with Batman 66 with Adam West. That's why I said no slander of Adam West here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, And um, as far as I can remember, like, I remember my dad showing me the show because he's like, oh, this is what I grew up with as a kid. Because my dad, like, loved that show as a kid and, like, was, mm-hmm. like, you know, loved Batman. And like he, I remember, like, one day sitting on the couch, like, watching it with him. And I was just, like, and I just remember thinking to myself, like, young me, and I was, like, oh, my God, Batman's, like, the coolest thing ever, like, I was, like, (laughs) but it just made me want to, like, what like consume, like, everything about this character. Like, just from, like, one, like, watching, like, a few episodes of Batman 66, I was, like, oh, my God, I was, like, I want to know more. I was, like, like, this dude's, like, so cool, and I just, like, consumed, like, I remember picking up comics, watching all the movies, Mm. like, this was, like, obviously I grew up with Batman, like, the animated series, but, like, I think... Because it was, like, it came out when I was still kind of young. <clears throat> so, like, when I got, like, older, it, um, you know, uh I was watching that. And then I was watching, like, Batman 66. And then <clears throat> I was, like, consuming everything. And I just, like, over time, I just, like, as I, like, was, you know, consuming all this, like, source material, all the media stuff, I just, like, started falling more, like, into deep dive into this character. And then, um... Over the years, it's just, like, it's stuck by me. It was just, like, something that's, like... And, like, I, I, I've i heard, you know, everybody has their story. But, mm. um, I don't know. It was just, like... Of course, you relate to characters in different ways. But, like, I always thought he was cool. But then, as I got older, I started to relate to Batman in a different way. In a more personal way. That I was, like, okay, this is, like, my... Like, a, a character I could, like, kind of escape from, like, reality from. You know, like, read his comics or, like, just that would bring me comfort when everything else kind of failed to in my life. Cause like I've said it on Twitter, I had a personal tragedy happen to me when I was 16 with my mom passing. And Mm -hmm. um, it kind of threw me for a loop for a while. And I kind of didn't really pay attention to the things that made me happy for a while. Cause I was like dealing with such a, like a big, you know, change in my life. And like, you know, honestly the world kind of crashing down from, you know, around me. And then I just, like, remember, like, rereading, like, um, all the Batman stuff, and I was just, like, I was, like, he gets it. And it's, like, where some days were harder than others. And it's, like, if anybody, you know, gets it, it's, like, Batman. You know, like, he lost his parents, still gets up every day to do what he does for them, for, every, for the people of Gotham. Like, it's just, it was, I know it's, like, so corny, but it's so inspiring. And it's, like, if I had days where, like, I just, It was harder to keep going it's like i just had certain quotes and like you know i would read batman or i'd think about him i'm like listen i'm like would batman give up no Mm -hmm. and it kind of just kind of kept me going when like i didn't really have the strength and like the faith myself to kind of do it on my own kind of thing i know it's corny but (laughs) yeah so like he kind of came as i got older like, at first he was just like, yeah, he's cool, he's my hero, but, like, now it's like, no, like, this is my character. Like, this is like, he's, yeah. like, everything to me, and it's like, like, he was just, like, there. Like, it's, cool. it's like, weird for a char- like, a fictional character to be there for you when other people couldn't, but it's, like, when you're dealing with something like that, it's, like, it's very hard to kind of, you know, I don't want to say live life, but kind of focus on life when, like, some people just don't understand what you're going through. And, like, a character does.
1: You know what I yeah,
0: mean? That's, that's, that's pretty cool. And uh, what about you, buddy? No, how how from, did you get introduced to Batman?
1: Uh, well, that's the thing, the thing that I don't remember the most, I think I saw Batman Returns first Ooh. when I was a kid. And then I saw Batman 89. And still, even me growing up, uh, still as an adult. uh, I know that Batman 89 has, is for a lot of interaction for a lot of fans, but I love Batman Returns so much, though. Also, because I like dark stuff, I like dark. Batman Returns is so much darker, and also all of the sexy stuff that it has. <laughs> but also, me growing as a kid, I didn't know that Batman and Robin was a uh, was so hated when it came out. Because me as a kid, I loved it. <laughs> but when Batman like and it's Robin really came out.
2: that stuff at all?
1: Yeah, yeah. And Batman Forever was also. This was amazing, especially because I love Jim Carrey. It was also weird seeing Jim Carrey in a Batman movie. But I, the thing that I love the most about Batman that there has been already so many iterations about the character. And it's also like, for example, in Tim Burton's version, it's pretty like gothic and noir. In Schumacher's version, it's kind of like half Adam West, half Tim Burton. And Christopher Nolan is putting Batman in reality. And now we're in the uh, Matt Reese version that it feels kind of like Batman plays in the seven kind of universe in a David Fincher kind of way. It doesn't that I like the most about Batman that he can be in many different environments and he still works. Wow.
0: Yeah, because like he's a guy with no powers, mm-hmm. right? So it's like he's he's human. I mean, granted, we're not all billionaires that have access to the technology, but it's the. It's just the human themes. I like that, and uh, I really like in this version specifically just how weird and kind of off putting he is a little bit. Because like a guy like Batman would be like a little weird. Like a, a guy that dresses up as a bat, beating the shit out of criminals. Oh, he's Rob. Said is the best. He's
2: a freak. He's a freak. I love him, but like he's a freak he yeah. he dresses up like a, like um a, like um there's a quote that was like my favorite from a, like a comic that Alfred said was like my son dresses up as a gothic flying mouse every night and i was just like it's literally what he does mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's like it's crazy but it's like yeah he's like he's obviously not an all right in the head if he's like you know thinks that like you know like he yeah. literally in his origin like he had a a bat come in was like yes father i'll become I'll sh- i shall become a bat like freaking Bat. Mm-hmm. like literally had a bat like come in and just tell him be like all right you gotta be batman
0: yeah and like <laughs> it's crazy yeah because so, uh, he's kind of like
1: a sherlock holmes with yeah money yeah. <laughs> he's a he is holmes called the money.
0: world's he is called the world's greatest detective for a reason
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: like um uh jeffrey wright even, like, this, like, early interviews when he was first talking about, like, the movie, he was, like, oh, he's, like, it's, like, a modern-day, like, Sherlock Holmes and Watson between us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's perfectly said. Because I don't think I've yeah. ever really heard that be described for Jim and um, Jim and Bruce's relationship, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, Jeffrey was saying, like, he kind of, like, Batman doesn't trust everybody, especially because that's why he does what he does. He's, like, he's basically, like, all right, police is not really kind of doing like what they show, he's like, all right, I'll do it myself. So he's like, he just kind of is like there for his extra, you know, kind of get things done and like, you know, help crack like hard cases that like other people wouldn't be able to. Cause he's like, mm-hmm. you're talking about it. Like he has t- technology and everything like that, you know, they don't. And like, he sees things that they don't. So like, or like, you know what I mean? Like he deep dives mm-hmm. into things that like the police wouldn't. And like, that's kind of like, you know, like,
0: it makes yeah, I know bad. it's, it's, it's nuts. It's, so. And he
1: has everything on his belt, even bat repellent shark. The shark repellent. Shark, <laughs> shark repellent.
2: It, he. It. It. <laughs> it's the same dude that like Nate na- puts bat in front of everything, like bat wallet, bat bucket, yeah, bat. bat
0: that bat credit card. card never ah, forget. the bat credit card. <laughs> never, never forget. Never forget no. the
2: credit card. Never. No, card.
0: you know what? We're also never gonna forget the opening of this movie because it starts with Danny Elfman's score, mm-hmm. which when I think of Batman, I think of Danny Elfman's score and, I mean, obviously the animated series, mm-hmm. which is how I got introduced to Batman. Okay. And then that led to uh, Justice League, the animated show, mm-hmm. and then that led to... I watched um, this movie and Batman Forever, like, all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it was weird because they're so different. Yep. Like, some days I would watch this because i thought i loved the joker yeah movie. Mm-hmm. i thought he was funny in a really <laughs> fucked up was great but yeah um we get the also it's the my favorite logo
2: mm-hmm. That's i mean
0: I, I see it on sabrina's uh uh bed sheets right now i, yes. I, have, it <laughs> I have it tattooed on me
2: i have a tattooed on me
0: yes you nice. do my
2: favorite symbol because it's like when i think of batman for the symbol like even though he said all these symbols and movies and everything the immediate symbol I think of for Batman is the yellow. always. Oh yeah, yeah. it's just and, that uh, iconic. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we start the movie, uh, of course, with Gotham City, and already the production looks amazing. Like you look at Gotham City, it's like something out of a painting. Oh, absolutely. And it's just, it's this family that's trying to get a taxi, and it's really clear that Gotham is a very shitty place to live in. It's like '70s New York. Yep. And then they go in a back alley And these two dudes Who look like they haven't slept in a week And they're <laughs> so chalky pale Like I always thought it was weird But they mug them And then one of them Is on the rooftop of course And it's just like Oh uh, uh, we should be careful Cause the bat's coming The bat Really you <laughs> believe that garbage And then you just see Cause you saw Batman look down And yeah. fling his cape um, watching the family get mugged—that's like one okay. of the best
2: things. Like it's like I, I feel like, um, it's like Batman being a myth until like criminals really see him. And they're like, "Oh my god, it's him!" Like that's yeah, like, yeah. That's one of my favorite things. Where it's like until like, you know they're face to face with him, they're like, "Oh, this this dude's not real." Like it's just like yeah, scare then, people, and then you know he
0: comes down <laughs> with the cape and everything, uh, and oh then he scares the shit out of him, beats him up a lot of kicking. Because mm-hmm. the full-body uh, bat suit, which was all black at the time, which was pretty standard up until um, Batman versus Superman, yeah, where they changed it to finally changed it to gray and black, um, was because it was all rubber, and so yeah. he had to move his whole body. Because if he moved his head, the cowl would rip off.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. You know how it is.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so he kicks one of the guys, and then he trips another one with a batarang. <sighs> and then the dude is just so scared shitless and he's just like don't hurt me man and he goes just like i'm not gonna kill you i want you to tell your friends about me and he's Who like are what you? are you and then the best
2: best line i'm
0: batman, I'm batman. <laughs>
2: whoa uh, like oh my god
1: so iconic
2: iconic like oh my god that's what i mean like it's like he's literally like set out to scare criminals that's, you know, not, like, because a lot of people were like, oh, get that wrong idea, because, you know, especially during that time when he was, like, all gothic and he was scary and, like, dark. People were like, oh, like, is supposed to be, like, this scary, like, dark, gritty character. No, no. He's just out to scare criminals. He didn't try to scare kids. He's still, you know, he's there to save kids. Mm-hmm. He just tried to scare criminals. So, like, you know, they don't do what they do. So he can clean up Gotham.
1: Also, oh, before we see the robbers, I'm like, I like that yeah, assertion so- that this is not a flashback of the Waynes. Yes. That the.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's it's meant to intentionally be like that.
2: Mm-hmm. I know.
0: And uh, so then I believe this is when uh, Lieutenant Eckhart comes, and he's played by Porkins from Star Wars. You know, the guy that gets that. shot down, or he's mm-hmm. the guy from Raiders that goes like. We have top men working on it. Ah. It's that guy. Ah, nice. and again, this guy, you can tell. Yeah, you, you could tell one look at this guy. He's a piece of shit. Again, yep. he's um, got a five o'clock shadow. He's overweight. He's got like this raspy smoker voice. And he he looks like he ha- has it rough. And mm-hmm. he's just like, let me guess a big bad bat. Right. And then <laughs> we get Alexander Knox played by Robert Wool and he is that annoying reporter that tries yeah. to get the scoop and be taken seriously. But he comes off as that anno- that annoying guy that yeah. you work with, that you just gotta mm-hmm. put up with. Yeah, <laughs> And he's just like, come on, you gotta tell us that there's a Batman. And he's just like, yeah, no, uh, it won't help your already lousy reputation. Yeah. And uh, did we skip um, uh No, Jack. you're
1: still good. No. And then we get the introduction mm-hmm. of Jack Nicholson.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So, like, the casting for Joker was crazy. I'm just gonna read off some of the names: mm-hmm. um Tim Curry, Ooh. David Bowie, John Lithgow, Brad Dourif, mm. Ray leota and James Woods were definitely considered. Brad and f- then the Robin f- Williams actually.
2: Yeah, he got the role, and then he had to drop out. Uh, Robin. That William, like I remember, like reading that, like William Defoe like, got it, too, and I, Damn. yeah, he got, apparently, like, because I was, like, I remember one day, like, I was, like, why hasn't William Dafoe ever gotten casted as Joker, like, even though it's, like, a most basic, like, fan casting now, but, um, like, apparently he got casted, and then he had to drop out, because he had, like, scheduling conflicts, and then, um, that's, I don't want to say, like, that's why, he, yeah, that's why Nicholson ended up playing him, and, like, I don't know, it's, it's he was, he was amazing, he was so iconic,
1: no, but Brad Dourif, that sounds like an interesting choice.
0: Yeah, Chucky. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see? Oh, my God. So yeah,
0: but um, it's
2: it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Like,
0: like um, he, for sure. And Jack Nicholson had, like, quite the demands as well. Mm-hmm. He demanded top billing, oh, his own shooting schedule, so he could also just see Lakers games because he's, a huge fan of the Lakers. Um, Sorry,
2: I'll play Joker. I can go to
0: the Lakers. Like... <laughs> 11% of the box office, which he did do that. It's like estimated. He ended up getting $50 million out of this. Oh
2: my God. So He
0: definitely. Um, and he was a popular, he was, he was a popular choice because he was very well known by this point. And he is Jack Napier. So it's weird hearing Jack and Jack. And uh, Jack and Jack, yeah. So he's the Sorry. also. Um, I just want to ask how you guys feel about uh, the fact that the Joker has an origin story. Oh. like now, if this came out or if this was coming out now, you know that there would be people that have were having a fit. And Tim Burton didn't give a fuck. he's, he's gone on record saying he did not really read comic books. He just did mm-hmm. his own thing, which you can definitely see that because. You read comic books, um, especially with Batman Returns with the penguin. That's, yeah, that's not the penguin from the comic books. That is just <laughs> there's a literal animal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys think of that? And then we'll get back into the
2: plot. Um,
1: eventually.
2: <laughs> I think at the time it was very like. I think um, I'm trying to think like the way to word this. I think at the time, like, I think it's like a, a unique um, take and on joker like to give him an origin but like you were mm-hmm. definitely right when you said like if it came out today people would throw a fit because i mean they tried to do it with because uh they tried to do it with like gotham they tried to give like joker like his own origin like when they i, I don't know if you ever seen gotham
1: no i haven't seen that okay yet, but it really has a thing i don't
2: know yeah so like they they did do like a joker and they did like it was, like, basically, like, the whole one bad, th- one bad day kind of, yeah. like, origin for him. And, uh, but his name was Jerome Valeska, and he had like mm-hmm. a twin brother that named Jeremiah Valeska that actually became Joker Joker, so, like, it was, like, a whole thing. You have to watch the show to know. But, like, it was mm-hmm. basically, I don't think it would be that big a deal, because technically Joker's never had a full... Complete origin because and that was the whole point and like that's why they did the whole three jokers thing. Like I like the whole concept of why the world's greatest detective cannot figure out who Joker was because like mm-hmm. and then the whole concept of that there's been three of them and that's why you know Batman hasn't been able to figure it out is like is even more like mind blowing if you think about it because it's like I mean it makes perfect sense because you know when you think about it you're like oh my god why can't the world's greatest detective find out who Joker is like he you know like. Because all the other villains, they have their their you know real names before they became the villains that they are, and then there's Joker. It's like he's just you know a chaotic guy, and it's like you don't know where he came from pre Joker, and he just he basically up until then it was like he just showed up and was like, "Hi, I'm crazy. I'm here to like just kill people with one of it." Like that's literally how it was. And,
1: yeah.
2: Um. And like I kind of like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. I think it's like think about it like because he's been around for as long as Batman. And it's, like, I think it's, like, um about time he has some type of origin, because it's, like, a character being around for that long and still had, doesn't have, like, any means of where he came from prior to him being Joker. It's, like, it's crazy. So I think, like, I would say, like, his origin, like, a lot of people say, like, it's Killing Joke. A lot of people say it's the three Jokers. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, um the reason why the whole unique takes on, you know, like, like Jack Niebuhr... White work mm. is because Joker's never had a set origin so it's not like people could be like oh this is not how it's like in the comics because there's no comics that say like what his origin really is Yeah. like um I heard a lot of rumors yeah. for the new Batman I don't know if you guys know the whole thing with that talking of clown prince of crime
0: with, uh, with yeah.
2: so I heard a Ooh. thing where like he might be because he got casted as Stanley Merkel. yeah Stanley Merkel, and then like obviously everyone had the yeah, leak, yeah. the leak yeah. that he was Joker or like unnamed Arkham prisoner. I think a lot like someone that had a good theory that in the Gotham PD show that like he might like what if he was like, um, on the police department and then he just like slowly went crazy or like something like that because they did that in the comics like very very okay. early early in and like they did that in um, mess the phantasm, if you guys remember that like yeah. like him.
0: they did do that in max yeah, yeah yeah so it's like he, he, was, he was a gangster yeah but he, he like he never had a name
2: uh, like i said anything can
0: work. but uh yeah so raul you want to continue
1: anything can work yeah it's uh, the thing is the, the interesting thing about joker you can do kind of like multiple takes about it
2: yeah that's what i mean like because it never had a set origin that you could do anything
1: with mm-hmm. that character
2: and like people can't really get mad about it because it's like if he had like an origin, I'd be like, all right, I get it because it's not like his comics, whatever. But there's no way said origin. So it's like any ca- any director at this point could do anything. And it's like, all right, it works. It's just another take on him of what if he had origin. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah and then we get the introduction of Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger. And uh, she's a photographer that she worked for Time for the Corto Matisse. As we see that. I don't remember the name of the... Uh, kind of like the head mafioso yeah. that had Jack Nicholson there, uh, Jack Napier. Oh,
0: yes. Uh, Carl Grissom, played by Jack Palance, whom I remember mm-hmm. him from City Slickers. Nice. He's uh, he's Curly from City Slickers, which is weird to think. <laughs> like, he was a cowboy, and now he's mm-hmm. the head of a mafia? And uh, it's, it's shown that uh, his mistress is actually sleeping with uh, Jack. Mm -hmm. So, and and he doesn't know about this, supposedly. And uh, they're also, like, Gotham's having a big bicentennial. It's 200th anniversary, and uh, they're trying to get crime down. And the district attorney, Harvey Dent, played by Billy D. Williams, Ah! of all people, (laughs)
2: is
0: trying to get it. I'll try and get it under control. This is before he became Two Face. By the yeah. way, we don't we don't see Peter I Billy know, Billy as I Two Face.
2: Unfortunately, mm,
1: alternate universe,
2: alternate universe, alternate universe.
0: I mean Lego Batman.
2: <gasps> Lego Batman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Lego Batman is one of the Batman. Yeah, Lego Batman is one of the best Batman
2: movies. He's right? I as, I, I second that. That's best Batman movie we have right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then as we see that Vicky Vale is going to go to a party, as we see that she's at a party, it's going to like to benefit like the festival that they want to do for the 200th anniversary of Gotham City. And she's like, oh, can you tell me which guy, who, who's this Bruce Wayne guy? I cannot find him. And then Michael Keaton's like, I'm not sure, though. And, <laughs> and I love how Knox and... Uh, yeah,
0: he's very unassuming.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Knox and Vicky bell they're like, wow, this guy has so many things, so many things that he collects. He gives money to Cherries. I think maybe it's a front because he's technically kind of like really alone. Like no one wants him. No one wants to love him. <laughs> Especially that wicker thing right there. And Michael Keaton's right there behind him. I was like, well, actually I bought that in Japan though. <laughs> in Japan, though. <laughs> yeah, and then as we see after this, we see that Alfred... Alfred interrupts. Uh, Bruce, It was like, "Hey, Commissioner Gordon left unexpectedly, and you need to go that way, not that way." And I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. And as we see that, I love all of the surveillance that he has in that big ass mirror, that to surveil all of the mansion.
2: Oh my god.
0: Oh yeah, the two-way mirror. Yeah,
2: here.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Let's talk about. <laughs> Let's get the casting out of the way, because much like the Superman casting, they pretty much considered everybody for Batman. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to list off some names. Uh, Mel Gibson, oh. Kevin Costner, Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Mm. Tom Selleck, Bill Murray, who, who was actually really close to being Batman, Hell Harrison on. Ford and Dennis Quaid.
1: To, well, Dennis will have been interesting. Okay, so
0: here's, I just learned this. It says, oh, uh, Pierce Brosnan was actually approached from Tim Burton, but he turned it down. Ironically, though, he will be, he did, he had no interest in being a comic book character. Funny no, enough, uh, later this year, he actually will be playing a comic book character.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
0: Dr. Fate, which is yeah. in the Black Adam movie. <laughs> but, uh, and also, Alfred, my favorite Alfred, Michael Goff. Yep. Um, a British actor, of course. And, uh, he was known get? for doing, uh, hammer horror. Ha- hammy. Yeah. Um, he, he did hammer horror, which was, <laughs> um, like this British studio in the fifties that did all these horror movies. He was very, he was like in all those movies and Tim Burton was a fan of him. So he got him casted and I love just like how just dry, he is
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like his sense of humor. He's just like, um, he, he just lets things happen. And is very like, you know, he, he sees everything ahead of time. Like he's like, um, like in Batman returns, I remember when he's just like, uh, uh, it's fish, sir. It's meant to be cold. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love him so much. He's just a sweet old man. And, uh, again, Michael Keaton, his cat, ca- uh, Casting was very controversial because at that point he was known as a comedic actor Mm
1: -hmm. and he had
0: done stuff like Night Shift and uh, Mr. Mr. Mom. Mom. And so people didn't think he would be good for Batman. There, people petitioned, and it's just like when you think about it and you look at him, he's he's not exactly who you would think of as like Bruce Wayne or Batman, and that's that's part of the reason why I love him so much is because he's just so unassuming and you totally would never see that guy. He's a little weird but he's just not that guy.
2: That's the whole point though. It's like...
0: (laughs) So yeah. um, Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. So uh, then I think this is when we go to Axis Chemicals because I think this Mm -hmm. is where... um, Oh yeah, we found out that Eckhart is a dirty cop, of course. (laughs) And uh, he knows about this raid and that it's actually a trap for Napier, because Grissom did find out that he was sleeping with his woman.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: And so he's just like, I want you to go to, to Axis Chemicals and do this. And Raul, I want you to describe just like the crazy shit that goes on because there's so much that happens at Axis Chemicals.
1: Yeah. So uh, we see us, jackets. So I was like, oh my God, we got betrayed. As we see Commissioner Gordon, but also we see this Eckhart guy and with his cards like I no, we, we want to kill him. I shoot him to kill. As Commissioner Gordon is like, no, 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 no. I don't I want him alive. And I love the way that he that he's trying to run away, and we see Batman from afar, and he's trying to stay. he fights he carries Giant Jack, Jack, Jack Napier. It's like, wow. I love how he immediately was like, wow, it's a nice suit, though. And then, and then he lets him get away, but then uh, Jack kills a heart. And Batman tries to stop him, but as he tries to stop him, but then he gets spilled a lot, some acid on his face. And then he slips over <sighs> the edge and tries to save him with his, uh, with, like trying to hold him. But then he slips and then he goes into the acid. Iconic, Bam It's iconic. Like, kind of like Batman was the reason why why Joker exists.
2: Yeah, like and that's he- like I think is the um, most origin kind of that you could say for Joker. It's like that's that's mostly been written where it's like the whole East Chemicals, like under the Red Hood, like when he was Red Hood, and then mm-hmm. he gets knocked off into a pad of chemicals and becomes Joker. They did it. They did it actually. I mean, it wasn't perfect. I mean, to me, it was, like, a lot of people would, like, argue differently. Like, they've done it in, like, so many versions. But, like, the way they did it in Gotham, they did it in, in the finale. It was very, like, instead of, um, you know, like, the whole, you know, them slipping in. They were fighting Joker and Bruce. And it was more like... um kind of, he, uh, Bruce kind of grabs him was like, you mean nothing to me. Because he was, like, trying to recreate his, his death because he, like, wanted them to, like, have a connection. Like, you know, the whole you and I meant to do this forever kind of thing. And, like, he wanted to, like, be the reason, like, you know, like, like, this version, he wasn't already, like, his greatest enemy, but he wanted to be his greatest enemy. Like, he wanted to either be his best friend or his greatest enemy, and he's like, and Bruce, like, telling him that he means nothing to him, he was just like, oh my god, And then he gets knocked off into the Ace of Chemicals, and then... But, like, this one gets, like, not just his face white, like, his hair disappears, he gets all disoriented, like, yeah, he just, he does not look as, you know, scary, like, he looks scarier than Joker, like, usually looks with the whole just power face, but it's, like, worse. It's, like, the real reality of it, like, if someone falls into a pit of acid, like, they don't look the way Joker came out, like, they look, like, awful. And that was, like, the give you the reality of like what it would really look like it's not just their skin gets like white like no it's like everything is like screwed up like he was like comatose for like months and then like he just ended up getting better and that's how he became joker so it's like mm-hmm.
0: well, i love this i love this gotham after show that we got guys this is really no no but this is, is everything you say is true because i've seen gotham yeah. as well and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty insane And uh, I also love the fact that Gordon, Pat Hangel in this version, um, they see Batman and uh, he uses a smoke bomb and just, you can see him uh, get the grappling hook and everything. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, man, the wire work is great. But Gordon is just like, "Uh, don't tell anybody that we saw Batman. We're going to rule Napier's death as a suicide because everybody Mm -hmm. thinks he's dead. You get that awesome shot of him or like, outside of the chemical uh, factory with uh, the hand out of the water yeah, yeah. and like the white, it's so cool. And it was uh, not
1: a skeleton from masters of U- the universe though. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> <back. laughs>
0: no. Nope. Um, so to Knox's credit, um, he is just, he doesn't buy that. It's a suicide. And he thinks that Batman's involved with this. He actually is a very good reporter. He's annoying, but he is a good reporter. And, you know, nobody's taking him seriously. And then he, of course, asks out Vicki Vale because she's Kim Basinger.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, originally
0: supposed to be Sean Young, but she had to drop mm-hmm. out because um, she got injured on a horse.
2: Like,
0: Vicky Vale got
2: injured on a horse.
0: Yeah, which would, it's kind of scary later because she did uh, try to be Catwoman. That infamous story of her dressed up as Catwoman. Yes. Uh, basically harassing um, Tim Burton. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's really sad here. But uh, no, she's got a date with Bruce Wayne
2: mm-hmm. at
0: his house at Wayne Manor. And Wayne Manor looks pretty cool. I like that version like, of Wayne Manor. It's kind of like Buckingham.
2: Yeah. I, I yeah. like that old, like, very, like, like I said, like the gothic architecture. Like, that's always, like, something of, like, that really, like, um, that's, like, such a, like, it's very on brand for Bruce, to, like, have that, like, family, mm. like, emblem, kind of, like, legacy, you know what I mean? Like, kind of, that's, like, something the Waynes would do. Like, it's just, like, perfect for a billionaire.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And
0: Tim Burton, who is known for
1: his production. Uh, what do you think, Raul? Um, no, I really like, um, the thing, like, the Joker, the thing that, that we just said, that he has different origins. I really like his makeup, but realistically, yeah, he will not have that perfect makeup being in a bowl of that's acid. That's what I'm
2: saying. Like, but, that's what I'm saying about him. Yeah. It's like, that was like the reality. Like, but it's cool to think about. Like, yeah, it's- the makeup was definitely like top tier, but it's like, but mm. we're not thinking about reality or like what would really happen if you fall into a pit of acid. So that's why you get this movie or, you know, Joker yeah. in comics because like he doesn't look yeah. as bad. It's just like, oh yeah, he's still in a pit mm. of acid, but he looks fine. He's fine yeah cool.
1: because then also because then also you talk kind of like the, the the nolan version that he's just an a crazy man in makeup that he never got that kind of like acid treatment like a, a that's the other thing like the mysterious thing about his origin because you're gonna like believe that this was a person that maybe like you said about the comments when he had a bad day but what if it was like a person traumatized by war or something you never yeah, know like i
0: yeah, there is, a, there is a theory on The Dark Knight that Joker was a yeah. veteran. And
1: it's Ooh. actually a very plausible theory. I like theory. that theory,
2: I do. That was like, that fit for that universe. Yeah. But I like... Yeah. like I, I think I would always see with, like, Jokers where it's, like, different portrayals where it's, like, the criminal, the, the chaotic one. Like, you know what I mean? It's literally, like, three Jokers where it's, like, one's criminal, one's the comedian, um... You know what I mean? Like they're not like yes, they're all Joker, but they're all like different forms of Joker. Yeah. And, like one was like it an- like the anarchist, yeah. like the um I don't want to say like the psychotic one, but kind of. Uh so like the an- anarchist, the psychotic one, um I'm trying to think. The criminal Jared Leto. The- yeah.
0: The whatever the hell Jared Leto was doing. Yeah. Star I'm very entertained by gangster, it, but it was I would say the like-
2: gangster for him.
1: Yeah, he was more
2: like yeah. a gangster. Yeah, and like um, I uh, I actually, I I was half and half about him. Like he's not my favorite, but like he had so much potential that it's like, I yeah. wish he would have shined more. And like a lot of shots, he does look like very, as Twitter puts it, very comic book accurate. But like that's not really like the point. It's like, um. Like, those, that one scene he showed up in Zack Snyder's Justice like, League, like, that really, like, showed him in a different way. It's, like... Because I've seen people complain mm. about that, too, with the whole saying to Batman, like, I'll give you a reach-around. Like, no, they, they they flirt. Like, it's... That's, like, such a... That was such a Batman and Joker, like, re- like um, conversation, like, um... That it was, like, iconic. And I was just, like, I was, like, this is Batman and Joker. Like, this is, like... And it's, like, mm. I can't believe we never got to see them meet until that Until then. It's like you know how Batman is, and yeah. like Batman's not prideful. Like, is, well, I mean, not. I mean, is very prideful, and like you know, it had to be the last resort if he's asking for Joker for help. So, like, yeah. it's like, I, I love different. Yeah, I
0: get it. Speaking of flirting, flirting. Speaking of flirting, uh, we get a lot of that with uh, the dinner between <laughs> Vicky and Bruce. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, at first it's very awkward because they're at opposite ends of the table beauty and, the <laughs> style. and then um they're just like burp, burp, bruce is just like you just want to go to the kitchen and then it's a very sweet intimate moment where you know alfred's telling stories about bruce when he's younger and then she's mm-hmm. just like you know he's very sweet and um um he's like yeah b- b- alfred basically well, raised me i i'm like believer. Like, he he is my he is my alfred's father
2: like I will die on the hill. Like, yes, yeah. he had a father, but like, Alfred is his like father figure. Like, that's his. Like, he's literally even considered him like his son. Like, uh, Alfred and like, I know some versions he had nieces and stuff like that, but he never got married. Like, there's mm-hmm. like, um, the Waynes have always had a butler. Like, his father was a butler. Was their butler, and then like, when he grew up, he he and he became their um, their butler too, and then he took care of Bruce and like. I, mm-hmm. I like in like one story that like you know he he's like there he's like his voice of reason, you know.
0: He's always and you can't have bad exactly exactly
2: exactly. I exactly. Yeah. I, I uh-
0: and uh, yeah then um <laughs> I also love just how I mean they don't sugarcoat it um they fuck because they get drunk and they fuck. Mm-hmm. It's not explicit or anything like, <laughs> like that, I, but
1: down to business.
2: They get drunk and they fuck like, (laughs) final table.
0: You got. And while that's happening, we get the uh, Jack got plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. And I've seen this scene imitated a couple of times
1: in The Simpsons too, specifically
0: The Simpsons.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) mirror. (laughs) No, you don't see his face just yeah. great but then he comes back to Grissom's awesome f- uh, apartment or mm-hmm. flat or whatever and uh, he-, he kills him because he's just like Jack Jack is dead my friend you can mm-hmm. call me Joker <laughs> and he's got a permanent grin okay. on his face
2: mm-hmm. he's
0: like as you can see I'm a lot happier and he unloads <laughs> that his entire was good. Operation. oh my god
2: that was so good too that impression <laughs> oh my god that was really good Ooh. Oh my, oh my <laughs> god! Oh Like that sounded like oh my god! It was like literally Jack Nicholson. Oh my god! No,
0: oh, it's 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 crazy. He's a lot. He's a lot of fun to imitate, especially his Joker, because he's just reading the newspaper and he's seeing Batman getting the press, and he's just like, "Man, dressed as a bat." <laughs> oh, like oh, you got to say their
2: most iconic line of his. Come on.
0: Wait till they get a load of me!
2: Oh <laughs> my the laugh too! Oh my god!
0: Oh, uh, his laugh is, good. is so infectious. Okay. Oh my goodness. But yeah. Um, I also love the fact that um, at one point, Bruce just, he sleeps upside down like a bat. Yeah. I thought it was a little weird, but I was just like...
2: To be a bat. Huh. Okay. To be a bat, you have to think like a bat.
0: Yeah. And it's also interesting in this version that... Uh, um people just don't know that the Waynes were murdered, I guess, because he's mm-hmm. very reclusive and everything. And it happened so long ago. Like we have to discover that Thomas and Martha Wayne were killed in an alley and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kept very minimal. Like it feels like you don't know as much about Batman as you do Joker, which is very strange. Cause it's usually the yeah, other way around. It's
2: supposed to be his mm-hmm. movie. I think it's like, they try to, I guess, steer away from that, you know, like, not doing the origin which like i know it's like the first like real batman movie where like they didn't do that but like you know what i mean like you still gotta you still gotta touch upon it somehow like you can't just be like okay this didn't happen you
1: gotta like mention it somehow
0: yeah so raul um what happens next
1: yeah and then after this we see that uh, we see that Jack goes to kind of like a meeting with a lot of like different people from the other mafioso just died. And I love the way that he's like, No, but come on, just join me. And the way that he, like, come on, get great, touch my hand. And the way that he was like, We see all of that like, turning red and then he turns into a skull. I love that kind of like, um, I love those kind of like effects from the back then that it was so much practical you didn't need a CGI and it still looks pretty scary. And the way that he's trying to make jokes was like a, and, uh, and even fixing out his tie. I really like that detail. I don't know. So I love this little line from Knox when the, he said that paper, it was like, a, I was like, a, tells uh, Vicky Bale, forget about Bruce Wayne. Forget about I was like, a, we need to focus on, if we're onto on the Batman. He doesn't even know that they're both the same person. As we see that Vicky is following Bruce and he notices that he draws some flowers on a hallway between two streets.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, just some quick trivia. When we first see Knox at the paper, he's handed a picture of a bat. That was actually written, um, drawn by Bob Kane, because you see his signature towards the bottom of it. Oh, cool. And Bob Kane was the creator, mm-hmm. one of I the creators like, mm-hmm. of Batman. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. I've seen... I, I will credit Bill Finger, of course. He deserves as credit, much credit He literally as was Bob like Kane. probably you know the reason why he's he's like Steve Ditko to Spider. He's okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I like to explain it's, this to people who don't know, like the but, whole uh, comic book thing. It's like Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, and Steve Ditko too. But like yeah, it's like the same thing all over again. It's like like St- sure. Stan getting all the credit. Wait. Same thing with Bill Finger and Bob Kane. So,
0: yeah, it's really sad. But, um, you know, these things happen. But um, where where was I before I ventured off into the Bob Kane? Uh, no, uh,
1: we well, um, are so talking about the uh, trivia. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, like, uh, that Vicky saw Bruce dropping off the flowers at the street.
0: Oh, yeah, because he said that he'd be out of town. But really, he's putting flowers where his uh, parents were murdered. Oh, I love that.
2: Mm. That's like, you know, like... um. Ugh. That, like, alone is just, like... See, I live for moments like that. um, Like, the emotional mm-hmm. side. Like, yeah, like, Batman's, like, you know, like this, you know, va- rageful, you know, bat full of vengeance and everything. But, like, it's just, like, it brings the... Re- like, when you see stuff like that, it, like, just brings the reality of, like, why he's doing what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he keeps all his
2: pain and inside he, of he him. He channels it yeah. into rage and puts it into the criminals. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so then after this, we see that the mayor still he doesn't care. He wants to still do the festival for the anniversary, and then we see that Jack Napier, aka the Joker, goes and attacks the the conversation. As we see, uh, we all of his goons, and I love that that joke that even uh, Billy was saying. I was trying to pay the check. The pen is mightier than the oh, sword. Oh yeah,
0: but yeah. He kills one of uh, the Grissom's guys. <laughs> and he throws a pen into his neck, killing yes. him. It's crazy. And uh, Bruce is there and he's just like transfixed by Joker. He's like, you know, looking at his face, like, huh, I've seen you before somewhere. He even gets shot in the arm, like, he gets grazed in the arm. He doesn't even care. It doesn't mm-hmm. phase him whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, Vicky catches him, too. Mm-hmm. So, oops. oops.
1: Yeah, and then we see Jack seeing and the Joker scene on the on the TV, I was like, Wow, the man dresses so bad and he gets uh, getting all of my press. And then as we see that Vicky's still investigating more about Bruce, but then Joker gets a photo of Knox and Vicky was like, "Oh, she she's pretty. I, fi- I, I that's a fine to make some mookie. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> he says a lot of weird stuff, but also I just want to do the scene where uh he punches the TV where he just goes, Batman, Batman, what kind of a world do we live in where a man dresses up as a bat, gets all my press? Yeah. This town needs an enemy. <laughs> and uh, also, his henchman, Bob, is just great. He's like Boba Fett, where he just barely does anything, but he's mm-hmm. great. He even has his own action
1: figure marketing. Nice. It's good marketing back then. And then this is when we get the news uh, the news report scene about the gas.
2: That's right. That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see as the uh, reporter woman, she was just talking about two models that got, that, that got killed a few days ago. And then she just starts laughing a lot and a lot. And then she and even there was oh, it's not that funny. It was like, and then she's like, she just fell off. And then she has the same kind of like smile as the Joker. And she's dead. And she's dead. As we see that Joker hacks into the into the feed, he has a whole commercial about his products. That then he's saying that almost all of the toxin, it could be in any kind of product, like kind of like from blessed to makeup, even to food. Yeah, he's pretty damn evil. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> Smilex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I love Batman watching. Like he's. Uh, Bruce is watching in the Batcave with his glasses and his ah, really comfy sweat. It's like
2: iconic turtleneck that Bruce Wayne always wears. That's where he, that's really truly mm-hmm.
0: He does wear a like, lot of Like I think
2: that was like the first Um time that whole like turtleneck thing really kind of became iconic for like bruce thing but like after that you really saw that in the media it's like a little detail like i mean it's like not that important whether he wears a, a black turtleneck or not but like that after that it happened like all the time that every bruce wore like the long coat and then the turtleneck. so like after that and i love that it like a little detail because it's like one of my favorite looks like i think it's so like such a bruce thing because like i said after that so much media did that and like that's why you know they got to continue that gotta see that rob i've gotta you know we gotta make that when he becomes the billionaire that we you know are used to hopefully one day we'll see that
0: <laughs> yeah i think this is um uh after this where the whole panic where you don't know what is poisoned yeah. and what's not and then you just see everybody stops using hygiene products and it's it's gross but mm-hmm. uh then uh i think this is where we get the museum
1: yeah it's in the scene. museum scene
0: yeah. and uh joker crashes in with uh prince's party man which prince did the soundtrack for this movie and two of his songs get played in this movie one of them is party man the other one later is uh trust oh yeah, yeah. just the music videos were just so inventive as well because he's dressed as, as the joker i know,
2: was, I loved that back then that they didn't like um they did that and like with the soundtrack for the movie that just like made it even more iconic back then
0: yeah i mean like when you think of batman you don't think of prince no
2: but like i liked that they like instead of just doing like you know score they had like other people like do songs for the movie like i like that when they do that
0: yeah, and they're just messing up the artwork. They killed everybody, by the way. They gassed them, except for Vicky mm-hmm. Vale. She got, uh, she got a mask. gas mask,
2: mm-hmm.
1: face
0: mask. Um,
1: <laughs> hello, on
0: One second. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, Raul, keep going.
1: Yeah, I'll and stop. so as we see that the Joker is destroying a lot of like uh, um, museum paintings. They didn't was kind of like a, a known fact that that Tenneke and Jack Nicholson by accident destroyed an original Oh my painting? god,
2: I think, yeah!
0: He did. Yeah, oh my he god, did. I remember
2: hearing he that, did, that was did. crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. It was like um, when Kurt Russell destroyed that banjo in The Hateful Eight, that was a real, that wasn't a replica, that was the real thing. <laughs> so, uh, then uh, I'll let you discuss what Joker says.
1: Yeah, so Joker... says He some, met- he,
0: says, he has some great lines in this. Yeah.
1: I don't have a lot of the lines up, but the thing that he wants the most, he was like, "I, I see myself as a, as an artist. I just want to show everyone my point of view of the world." And it's so big, I was Like, I want you to be the one sharing with me, and I want everyone to be my piece of art, my work of art. As we they shown the girl. Oh my god, that that's such a yeah, that's such a Joker line,
2: like wanting to like kind of mm-hmm. paint the town crazy kind of thing, or just like all that chaos like that's
0: just like such a joker thing Mm -hmm. yeah and he's wearing makeup like um to show like because his skin was bleached or yeah white and ruby red lips and all that green hair everything he Mm -hmm. has that by the way but in public he is masking like you know he still has his uh color skin and everything except with this like creepy grin which is really good like prosthetics yes as well like it's like um like in batman returns which we did do that episode that was one of our first episodes um <laughs> penguins nose that's right. That's all prosthetics and uh and uh i love just some of his lines you're just like only the joker would say something yeah. this insane where she's just like what do you want and he just goes my face on the one dollar bill
1: yeah <laughs> it's like, like what, what
0: or he goes i i make i make art Till someone dies, like well, that makes that's no hilarious. sense. But that's but no it's hilarious. hilarious. Like he doesn't
2: have to make sense. He just says what he says, yeah. and it's like, all right, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. the more absurd it is, is the more the... Joker it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and this is when she, um Vicky Vale, just turns into a uh, screaming woman for the rest of the movie. Yeah, she, she a turns lot.
1: into the the woman from Temple of Doom. So she only screams every five oh. minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man! And she throws water on him and uh, reveals Joker skin.
1: <laughs> but but then... I'm it was so cool that that she, that Johnny Carson didn't do. Even though he said only only said I'm melting, he should have said I'm melting. What <laughs> <laughs> a
0: Then Batman crashes through, and uh, then he goes up, more beating up more goons. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a zip line as well, and then Joker, of course, is just like. How does he get such wonderful toys? Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, this is where we get that awesome car chase. The first first time we see the
1: Batmobile. Yeah.
0: Yes! I was waiting for that. It's one of the best designs of the Batmobile. Although, if you just like... It it has a fatal flaw, though, which is the engine is at the front of the car. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's pretty easy to jam that thing. It still looks unbelievable it's my it's my favorite batmobile next to uh the animated series Mm. because i really love the animated series and i actually have grown to really like the new batmobile where it looks like a uh like a mustang or a ferrari Mm -hmm. or something like that like an actual car uh,
2: yeah
0: yeah and uh i I love the fact that the the bad guys well first of all the cars are like joker they're purple and green Mm -hmm. but they're like firing randomly in the sky as well as they're going and uh, the batmobile makes this turn because he like grips the street light and they make this big u-turn even though MythBusters has proven that you cannot actually do that (laughs) who cares it's still cool um and uh i think this is when um he keaton says uh how much do you weigh uh about 108 okay hold on to this (laughs) Uh, and then hoist her up to safety where he beats up the goons Including this one guy with um swords for some yeah,
1: reason. Kind of like Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: It's very Raiders.
1: Yeah, and then when he gets uh back, I was like, you told me you you waited more than you wait totally more than one on eight. She's like, shut up. And then we they take her to the back cave and I love how she's like kinda of like, Do I take off his mask? Like do i say something like uh and where is he taking me and i love how my king is like just turned on a light on her face just for her to shut up because he, she was almost so close to touching his mask and i love the entrance to the back gate but i have a really good question about the back gate, though we see him that he parked so close to the edge i'm like what if he didn't calculate yeah. one night though he will totally die with the, backup in, with, with the Batmobile included.
2: Oh, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit too much wine. Um, <laughs> and you're, you're kind of screwed, Bruce. Which, by the way, he did have, like, a function to park the Batmobile and then armor it all up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he gets it to come back to him, like, the first automated car. Because, again, this was the late 80s, early 90s, where the, that was, like, a new thing. And... uh stops right in front of him the silent Mm -hmm. car ride that we've all had as a kid um (laughs) yeah and i love just uh afterwards we don't see how he figured it out but he figured out how the products are tainted he's Mm -hmm. like everything has it but only certain combinations activate it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and he's just like get this out to the press and uh yeah she also took pictures as well much like jimmy olsen And uh, she's just like, well, what do you want? And then he's like, you do have something I want. And then Cape over. And I was just like, uh, Mm. yeah, out of context, this (laughs) looks very bad.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, what's going on here?
0: Yeah. Taking a vulnerable woman to his house. Come Mm -hmm. on. That's doesn't sound good. But if you watch Uh, the movie, it makes
1: sense. (laughs) no go there. But then, of course, Vicky uh, notices that he took the photos. Batman took the photos. But then he, she still t- gives it to the press about the combination, and even then, the newscast was like, oh, "What do we make of Batman? A friend or a foe?" As we see, also uh, that Joker was like, "Wow, she." You know, Alfred was like, "She's quite special, sir. You could tell her the truth." and then we see Bruce coming to see Vicky, and this is when we get the other iconic scene of Michael Keaton like you want to get nuts oh when he's you trying to nuts. tell he's trying to tell her that he's a uh, Batman
0: yeah. and he's having such a hard time <laughs> um trying to say it and uh he's, he's so close to going like i'm i'm and then you see him out like <laughs> Batman right <Batman. laughs> like and <laughs> because joker is at the door like there's a lot of stuff we've skipped but we're just going over like the big beats yeah and i just love i mean really i think most people have seen this movie as Mm -hmm. well so we don't really need to go into super spoiler stuff there's like a little things but um yeah then joker comes in because he's just obsessed with vicky vale
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and uh she hears him He hears her say Bruce and he's like, oh, Bruce Wayne. So you're you're Wayne. And uh, he was looking up uh, Jack Napier's uh, criminal history and profile and stuff, trying to, you know, do some work on him. And uh, just like, you know, he was a bad kid and everything. And then one day, you know what he did? He got sloppy. And then he grabs a fire poker. And we also saw that he got, like, a dinner plate as well. And uh, you're like, oh, what's he going to do with that? And then he grabs the fire poker um, and smashes the vase. And he just goes, because you want
2: to get nuts? Come on. (laughs) Ah, It's so good. It's so good. I love it so much.
1: And yeah. then Joker says another really good line so that you, you have ever danced with the devil in the pale of the moonlight? And Bruce was like, what? Oh, I always tell that to my victim. I gotta oh, hear
2: to you say it. Play. I gotta hear you
0: say it. Please say it. Please say it. Oh, I mean, she's uh, like grabs the line and he just goes, tell me something. You ever dance with the devil? In <laughs> it's so good. Oh my
2: God. Oh my God. It was even better.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's like, um, I don't know what it means.
2: so good i
0: don't know what it means i just like the sound of it Mm -hmm. i say that of all my prey boom and then he just goes over and then he just has this look like never rub another man's rhubarb (laughs) (laughs) and you think that oh it's like oh batman's shot and everything and then he takes vicky Vale, or he just like leaves her and he's just like uh just like um yeah come with me or else and uh you didn't see any blood and uh Then he does that thing that Batman always does, which is he disappears Mm -hmm. just out of nowhere. He does it to Gordon all the time. And then she she sees the dinner plate. It blocked the bullet. She's like, huh? Basically uh, formulating in her head. It's like, okay, this kind of tips her off that he's Batman. Mm -hmm. And then just to confirm her suspicions, Alfred takes her to the Batcave.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, come on, Alfred. You got to at least... Well, that, usually Alfred would not, like, be like, hey, like, you, um, there's been, like, iterations where, like, Alfred, when, like, you know, Barbara found out about the Bat-game, he he's like, oh, that's right, you discover a secret, I'm Batman, just to cover <laughs> Bruce's ass, but, um, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, like, I like, I, I guess that just, like, you know, confirms her, susp- her suspicions further, but still, it was, like, Come on, Alfred, be a homie. You can't, can't, you know, give up the secret. You gotta let Bruce do it on his turn. Oh,
0: yeah, I forgot. After this, this is when we learn about she learns about uh, the Waynes being murdered because she asks Knox oh, what's important about that alley. Yeah, do some yeah. digging there. She did, and it's I, again. I always thought it was like usually in Batman stuff, it's like common knowledge that the people mm-hmm. of Gotham. It's just a thing that everybody knows because. They're such a rich, powerful family. Like, they Mm -hmm. did a lot
2: of charity work and stuff like that, so it was, like, it was, like, a I would say, like, even though, you know, there's some, like, corruption and everything, like, a lot of people were, like, I think, scared and, like, shocked. And, like, because, like, everybody knew who they were. And it was just, like, one of those, like, deaths that, like, shook the whole, like, city when it happened.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, saying every cop is corrupt except for jim gordon (laughs) maybe harvey bullock sometimes Uh, but who? i
2: mean it's (laughs) i mean yeah it's kind of accurate
0: though (laughs) pretty much every every, everybody's a piece of shit yeah like when you're
2: like all making deals with like um mafia bosses and everything or like having favors like they're just like doing stuff under the table and like um jim was really like the only one that did like did it the right way like i let like You said you've seen Gotham. Like I love the way that they did that in Gotham. Like it literally showed that. Like even like I love Harvey Bullock, but like even he like wasn't like the most honest and clean man. But like yeah, Jim was like no, like I got to do this. i was always doing the right thing, even if it was like to get like he would get him killed, kind of thing. Like that's what I love. He's a good man. He's just a good man, and a good cop. Yeah,
0: with a (laughs) a heck of a mustache. And in Gotham, he's played by Ryan from The OC. It sounds strange, but it's actually... Oh, he's actually my favorite. He's really I love him. Record.
2: Him and, um... Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> he's,
0: he's good. Uh, yeah. Him and Gary Oldman and are my favorite. I'll hopefully,
2: Jeffrey ones. Wright. Oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna say, <laughs> you know... Obviously, I haven't seen the film yet, but I would definitely say Jeffrey Wright's up there, too. But this is pre-seeing movie. Yeah, this is yeah, pre-seeing sure. the Batman. Actor. I'm sure he's probably gonna be my favorite. Probably, like, the best one.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. And, uh... I think this is when the mayor holds another press conference because they're having a really (laughs) hard public relations um, nightmare. And then Joker just hijacks the broadcast. And he's like, at midnight tonight, I will dump $20 million Mm -hmm. in cash to the people of Gotham. And uh, Batman will be there too because he knows he's baiting Batman. He knows Batman will go there. And Joker, we see really like the character he just wants attention and he's got to make a big show of it that's a lot of, of the times why he gets beat by batman is because batman doesn't bullshit around and joker just wants like the big show yeah. he's like look at me look at me mm-hmm. he's always out in the light and stuff and then batman's always yeah, like, like to be in the, be
2: the center of tension Which, that's good and like um batman likes to be like literally in the shadows.
0: Yeah, cuz Joker needs an audience. He's an entertainer, I, yeah. right? Yeah, I think that's like, like the that's, most perfect
2: way to describe the two of them. It's like Joker's a little tension horror and uh Batman's like not nah, a little shy guy and it's like no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, he
0: he's that he's that quiet introverted yeah. bookworm kid that mm-hmm. we all know or uh, you or yeah, that maybe. you are yourself. But uh, yeah. Then I think this is when we see that um, because when he said, Would "You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight?" that triggered something in him. He was like, what if I heard that?" Yeah, he realizes that that was the name of the thug, or that was the thug that killed his parents. Mm-hmm. He realized Jack Napier killed his parents. Dun, dun,
2: dun. Dun, dun, dun. See, that was like, like another th- different take because, of, like, it not being Joe Chill. It's like it's very weird, mm-hmm. but it's like I guess it's like to show like. That it becomes personal now. Like, you know, like, he's got to be his greatest enemy for a reason. And if it's, like, no better way than him being the one to kill his parents. Because, like, I mean... Because, yeah. like, yeah. I then mean, like, actually... yeah, Joe Chris is his greatest enemy. But, like, Joe Chill is, like, really the reason he became Batman.
0: Yeah. Works in the movie. But then, actually, we get my favorite scene in the movie. Which is when Vicki Vales comes to the Batcave... Alfred just shows her there. Again, dick move Alfred, but for the plot, it makes sense. And uh, then she just, she knows he's Batman at this point. And she's just like, no, you can't do this. And he just goes, this is just the way it has to be. It's something I have to do. You know, sometimes I can't put it into words, but it's just, I I have to do this. That was
2: like, that's great.
0: Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, he he has a hard time communicating with people, but he's basically saying to her, he's just like, look, I want, I do love you and I want this life, but you have to understand this is me also. I can't just stop be helping people and, you know, protecting the city. It's my one purpose in life. I
2: think what, um, like, I know it's like Vicki Vale's like, you know, she's up, um, appeared in the comics, but I like, that's like how it's, how, If Bruce and Andrea, like uh, Phantasm, stayed together, that's exactly how it would be. Like, if they got back together, that's basically what she wanted. It was like, we could be together now that we're back together. But he's like, I can't. Like, this is my calling. Like, he was ready to give that up when he met her. He was like, I know. He's like, I didn't plan. Like, it's the famous line. I didn't plan on being happy.
0: Oh, it's so heartbreaking. But uh, also, I mean, Alfred said this multiple times in the movie, too. Like, he has been very clear. He's just like, I want you to be happy and be Bruce Wayne. He's very clearly, he's not on board with him being Batman. Like, he understands it's a part of him, but he's like, you deserve to well, be Well, you human deserve to be too. more
2: than just Batman.
0: And he's like, yes. And he's like, I'm not going to sit by as my close friend's son withers away to nothing and becomes nothing but Batman. Well, it's like, yeah. But yeah, he still has the suit ready, and he's just like, "Whatever you need, sir." Just like, the yeah, good loyal like he's that like he not
2: gonna, like he may not agree with what he like what he wants to do, but he's not gonna like leave him in the dark. Like he's gonna, like obviously he's not gonna agree; they're not gonna come to an agreement about it. But he's like, "All right, you know, you are not gonna be alone in this." Like he's like, "If this is what you want to do with your life, you are not gonna be alone." Like I will help you through this, even if I don't agree with it. Yeah. And, like that's what I think is. So special about the relationship. It's like, yeah, like, I, I, this is not what I want for, as, like, as your father figure, I don't want this for you. But, like, he also has that understanding. It's like, Bruce has to find some meaning on, like, you know, why he does what he does. And,
1: like, why mm-hmm. he chose to do that. Yeah. Like, that's, so like, then, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's pretty crazy. Uh, what do you think, Raul? I know. We've been well, talking. Uh, no, no, a no, lot.
1: no. Nothing. You guys, I love it. Uh, for me, I, I, I didn't grow up reading comics. I still like, but I, the thing that I know about the character, especially because then you get into the chronology of the confusing stuff about Batman Forever, because he thinks that the 2 faces also killed his parents. Kind of like you can also interpret that Batman will always see a lot of criminals as the person that killed their parents because it represents like what he lost. And the thing that he he always see that that he wants justice, but for me I'm like uh, for me it's okay because it's of course an adaptation, but I I also I like it. I was like um, for me there's no problem with this. Uh, the thing that I have a lot of questions is like uh, people getting all of those twenty million dollars in the on the street though it was pre organized and and other people were killing yeah. each other <laughs> if this was yeah, real life you're right. <laughs>
2: But like what yeah. you kind of touched upon was like yeah, he's confronted like you know at first it's like you know uh he confronts the, you know the person that like took his parents and like you think of that, that it's like okay, you finally confronted the person that made you like do this it's like what now and he's like but then after that it's like once he's like he's completed his mission, he still ha- he still feels like he has to do it because he's like he pictures every he never wants anyone to be that scared little boy in the alley ever again. Whether, like, they're grown or not. Like, nobody, he never wants anybody to feel that way ever again. And, like, that's... Yeah.
0: He's vengeance.
2: Yeah, he's vengeance. Like, it's more than just, like, yeah, he's just... It's not, like, yeah, it's like, alright, I gotta do this just to confront, like, person who took my parents from me, and then he did, and, like, you've seen it, like, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, iterations of it where he's, like, he's confronted Joe Chilling. He had the opportunity to kill him, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He, just, he shows him his face, and he's like, he's like, I'm the son of um thomas and martha wayne and like when they did that oh my god that was yeah I'm, i yeah, think I that was
0: batman the brave and the bold which is a very child like
2: well like silly was,
0: cartoon but it actually was oh my a very god, serious was, moment best batman moments like that was amazing to
2: see yeah
0: So yeah, then after this, I believe this is where he drives the Batmobile to access chemicals because he knows the Joker operates out of there. Mm -hmm. He tries to (laughs) blows up the fucking place,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which, um, yeah, this brings me to the big point, which is Batman kills a lot of people and the, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman kills a lot of people in his movies. Like, um, famously for me, um, the guy, the one minion in the bell tower, he bashes his head against the bell and throws him down. I'm like, you can't sugarcoat that. There's no way around that. Mm-hmm. You know how much people would have a fit I if that never... came up now, because they're like, "Oh, Batman yeah, doesn't I kill."
2: Oh, that—that's that. Like, a stupid argument. I may not. I know there's always constant debates. Like, I may not agree with that. Because like that's not like what he like. Yeah, because I know a lot of people would argue with like when his earlier stuff he did, but then they kind of shied away from that. And it's, like, in reality, like, that's why I kind of, like, yeah, like, like movies being, like, a different, like, you know, form of adaptation. And, like, for the most part, it's, like, yeah, it's cool. And, like, and I know that's always the constant debate, like, Batman doesn't kill, but, like, I'm not going to debate that, where it's, like, you know, yeah, there's proof in movies, but, like, at the end of the day, what really is, like, what um, came first was the source material, so it's, like, you know, it's, like, that's how it's written, you know. You don't have to agree with it. Like, some people like that. Some people like when he's brutal like that. Like, if it works... Like, I think my... my If I had to pick, like, a way that it was, like, shown perfectly, it was in BVS. It was, like, they showed why he did it. Like, it wasn't just, like, yeah. He's just, like, yeah, I just feel like killing people now. Like, it, it was more, like, he's been Batman for so long that he had that vow, and he's, like, he broke it because of, like, his son dying. Like, that makes perfect sense. Like yeah like that's like perfect sense like if you lose you know someone you love they're gonna make you go on a path that you don't ever like you never thought you'd ever could like you never be on that path until like you lose that person and like you know what i mean like and then you know him being proven that he's wrong for thinking the way he does and like doing what he's doing so it's like whether you like it or not that's up to you that's like your take your opinion but um I do... I'm a sucker for when comics talk about that vow he took because it just proves, like, why he gets up every night, every day and every night, to go out and risk his life every day to, um, protect everybody in Gotham. You know, like that vow is, like... Uh, I mean, like I said, it's not, it doesn't have to be, like... like I, I know it's, like, that whole argument with the comic book accuracy. Like, I like that because it works in comics, but... They don't do it in the movies, it doesn't bother me because it's like if I don't if I don't want to see Batman Who Kills, I'll just read comics. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to see that, watch you can watch the movies. But if you do don't want to see that, you could read the comics. So it's like it doesn't always have to you know, it just kinda gives you another form of something you want to see or, you know, you don't want to see. It's like there's always other options.
1: Yeah, because uh... Yeah, because what like you, you say, you? it's about adaptation.
2: Yeah, like, there's so many different adaptations now. I Apple think that's character. like what a lot of like uh, Batman's like 80, 80 years old. Like has been around for eighty plus years, so like there's always going to be so many different mm-hmm. adaptations where it's like none of them have to be wrong or right. It's just a form of it that like mm-hmm. works for a story. Like a lot of stuff we talked about in this movie, it's like a lot of the stuff there wasn't stuff that was written source like for source material back then, but it worked for. If it works for the plot, it mm-hmm. works for the movie. Because, like, you even said, like, they he yeah. didn't give a shit. Like, he just did what he did. And it worked for the movie. So, like, that's just another form that yeah. that works for that movie. Yeah. It makes sense plot-wise. But if, like, you know, if they're writing in a comic, you'd be like, what? Does not make sense? Like, sometimes people write Batman out of character mm-hmm. nowadays. So it's, like, we're, like, out of character of what you're used to. So it's, like, I don't know. I don't think everything um it has to be, like, correct. I mean, like, you can kind of form your own, like, whatever you want to see like that's what the batman's always changing
1: mm-hmm.
2: so because he's been around for so long that he could change anyway and like it will work
0: for for sure and then after this um i believe this is when we get the parade scene with the giant creepy balloons mm-hmm. which are very tim burton-esque and yes. uh i know we haven't really talked about tim burton style we will definitely do that for the rest of the month but uh Raul, you wanna talk about just that whole experience? Also, just love the fact that the Batwing, his plane, is in the shape of his yeah. symbol. Yes. Just, just the fact the fact oh, able that. to make a plane that looks like the symbol he wears on his, on his chest is great. Yeah, uh, so especially yeah, I
1: think I think he's in returns when he flies into cool. the moon. I love that. It's really iconic. But oh, the upshot. Yeah, the upshot, but yeah. I love that Like I said, I love that. And not, not a lot of people in Gotham are killing each other for that money. But also, I love how the thing that you just said about Batman not using a gun. He was determined to kill the Joker in that moment when the Joker was technically kind of like, even he didn't say it, but like he's he like, come on, hit me, hit me. Like, you can see like the Jack Nicholson like this in the middle. Come on, do it. And... I really like uh the way that even at the end, even Joker with his long ass gun, destroys the Batwing, and then we get into the super really high cathedral. I I was like the how what is how long is the cathedral like thirty stories like thirty floors, but then we get into like Batman fighting some 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 goons of the Joker. And I love this like creepy dance between the Joker and Vicky Bell. And I love Vicky was just like trying to escape at the center like she's in pain, but also sometimes also she feels kind of like she's asleep, like slowly kind of like falling asleep too. And I love that at the end that, 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 that gun that they were holding while they were dancing was a, it was a joke gun. <laughs> and... Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, and the fact that they walked up those stairs. You would think that Batman would just use his grappling hook. Yes. But, uh, yeah, no. He, he he went up there like, like a champ. And, uh, yeah, he kidnapped Vicky Vale. And uh, then I believe this is when Batman um, fights the Joker. Mm-hmm. And he kicks the crap out of him. Yep. Like, you see blood and everything. Mm-hmm. and. He's just like you made me, and Joker's just like you idiot. You made me remember. You dropped me in the pool of acid, and don't think I tried to forget, even mm-hmm. though I tried. He's like, yeah, but you made me. You mm-hmm. killed my parents, so yeah, haha. I just love the always the lighting on his eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like a big thing.
1: Yeah, and then like you said that about the lighting, and I love that. Uh, the Joker pushes both Batman and Vicky and they're holding on over a ledge and I just got reminded of look at the hunback another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then as we see that they hold, they're, they're holding on and then at the end, Batman uses his grappling hook as we see that the Joker was holding into the plane like to use those kind of like those kind of like stairs that they use in helicopters. And Joker couldn't still not hold with the with the weight of a gargoyle, and then just the Joker fails and he dies. As we see, Commissioner Gordon sees here's a laughter from Joker's body, he just grabs a, a bag that is shaking. I always assume that, that that thing in that bag is kind of like a toy or like a voice box, that's why it's the, the laughter, and then oh,
0: yeah, so. Yeah, like they're hanging off the edge, like Hunchback, and then Batman grapples a gargoyle statue to Joker. He falls to his death. Great, like, but yeah, they killed the Joker. It's it's so it's so crazy. Um, and then I think this is when you know the day is saved, and then they're just like they rounded up Joker's goons, and this is when a Batman left a letter, and. Is like if you need help, just call me. And so, how are they gonna call him with a with a big ass symbol? The bat, the bat <laughs> the signal. Bat signal.
1: <laughs> yep, the bat signal. And then we see Vicky Vale, and she gets picked up by Alfred. And Alfred's like, uh, "Oh, Mister Mister Wayne is gonna be a little late." As so we pan up at the top of, of Gotham City, and we see Batman looking at his own logo. And that's the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. And oh, the shot of him looking up at the bat signal <laughs> or in the sky is one of my favorite shots ever. And also, I just want to make a quick note. Sabrina's computer died. Oh, shit! but uh, that's OK. We were happy to have her here because I know she could talk for hours and hours and hours
1: mm-hmm. and hours. And, and I've
0: seen it on her Twitter. <laughs> but uh, no, we want to thank her and um i already we we know her thoughts Mm -hmm. which is really good movie but uh raul on a scale of one to ten how would you rate tim burton's batman
1: Ah, i hope that people don't kill me though but i would rate it a seven though because yes the movie has great aesthetics it looks amazing it gave us so much but for me like the story is not as gripping as Bama Returns because Bama Returns has this psychological stuff between the discovering what the penguin is and his motives and then his darker story and the beautiful thing that is Catwoman's character. And, and that thing, maybe, but that's the thing I keep noticing in this movie, there was a lot of stuff for adults. But it's not for me saying that this could be stuff for kids that they're not they're still a great like we love Gravity Falls, but um I still like this movie, but it's not a movie that I watch the most comparing to the Batman 90s saga. I always watch Memory Returns the most. But that's why I will give it a seven though. But it's still it's a good movie. Okay, that's not too bad. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Because, yes, doing?
0: I feel like the first act is very slow. It's meant mm-hmm. to be that slow. But really, once it starts picking up,
1: mm-hmm. it just
0: doesn't stop. By the third act, you're just so into the movie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this works as a Batman story. It works as a just a story in general. It's a very different take on the character. Mm-hmm. And they do some things that we talked about extensively that are creatively not associated with Batman. Yes. And that's Okay but that just makes it unique
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh i know we went on a lot of tangents i hope you enjoyed that and yeah this was one of the most influential comic book movies as well because this was one of the first ones where it's just like yeah these things can be taken seriously
1: mm-hmm. it's because and it can't get the... this dark and another thing before this movie we only had the superman christopher reeve movies but Superman for Christopher Reeve was, was like what 1978 when he came
0: 1978, out. 1978,
1: yeah. Yeah, so eleven years be eleven years before, still coming from we not taking seriously, but after Batman, they were still really slow because until after Batman and Robin, we get kind of like the first movie we get Blade, even though Blade is getting recognized right now as one of the first ones. But then we should have we would have never got Blade, X-Men, the original Spider-Man trilogy. So maybe yeah, we no. have that right now because... It's because of Batman 89.
0: Yeah, Superman set the template, but Batman just furthered that. And yeah. it's really, really cool that... um, With a character of a man that dresses up as a bat, mm-hmm. is as popular as it is now. And again, just... it's It's great to talk about. I mean, you just listened to an hour and a half of just nothing but tangents. We didn't yes. really have to go over the movie because chances are you've probably seen the movie Mm -hmm. at this point. It's one of the things it's, I was shown this early as a child and
1: I turned out okay Mm -hmm.
0: for the most part. Yeah. There are so many shots that are great and you could just instantly point your finger and say, Oh yeah, that's Tim Burton's Batman.
1: Well, also it shows how versatile Tim Burton is because this man is about exploring Tim Burton Tim Burton can do a musical with a lot of gore, or he can make a telenovela with with heads hanging around on the street. Or Or a man with
0: scissors for hands. A man with scissors for hands.
1: Or a Christmas story with Halloween. And so he can also do a superhero movie too. And other things I like about Tim Burton too as well.
0: Yeah, no, he really understands the weirdos and Mm -hmm. just like the people that are the outcasts. Mm Mm-hmm and that's really because he was that outcast mm-hmm. and i think it showed his skill as a director and yeah long story short great movie
1: mm-hmm. and i had
0: a lot of fun again um you can follow sabrina on twitter at night waynes
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's very much a batman stan account yes we um note and Yes, she talks like that on Twitter all the time as well. Mm-hmm. So, if it's not your cup of tea, that's okay. Just don't harass her. But yeah. she is more than welcome to come on anytime. And where can the good people
1: find you, buddy? You can find me at DC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on TikTok at DC. And also, when this episode comes out, I'm going to be watching the Batman on the Chinese theater. So, ah! Our pet And you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you can I'm, I'm gonna be seeing it uh march 1st too mm-hmm. and you can follow me on twitter and Letterboxed at master of puns 196 every word starts with a capital letter you can also follow me on instagram at billy batsons lightning nothing is capitalized and our main show twitter is at syns pod and give us a five-star review and just write a review on apple podcasts and listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, maybe uh, <laughs> SoundCloud, wherever podcasts are listened to. And as always, see you
1: next summer. I'm Benjamin. I cannot do the thing off.